Hey there, Sean. Hey, Pierce. How's it going? It's pretty okay. All right. That means it's time for another episode of the It's Pretty Okay podcast. Let's do it. Let's start the show. after the 4th of July, and we're, we're bathing in an extended uh, display of jingoistic national glory because the U.S. women's soccer team won the World Cup. Uh, we're, we're recording this right after the game. We will, Pierce and I watched it together uh, because I am working on moving to a new place in the D.C. metro area because stuff is happening in my life. Everybody's moving. I Everything know. is changing. Uh, Nothing is permanent. But I, so I'm, I'm moving for graduate school program that starts at the end of August. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have to be out of my apartment in Charlottesville by the end of July. So I'm going to have at least a few weeks where uh, my choices for how to how to live my life on a daily basis will either be to get like super into hiking, regular season baseball, or maybe just do nothing. Yeah, I mean, I would say that given where you're you're moving, there's pretty much nowhere worse to be in August in the entire entire world or, or yeah yeah no i think that's accurate i mean look i grew up in a swampy climate i'm not uh, this is not foreign to me yeah but i don't think august is peak bad i think there's an extended bad in in new orleans whereas here august well, is the peak. whole the whole year is august yeah the whole year is august <laughs> yeah you you adopted the dog i was born <laughs> yeah uh but yes I, I think there are going to be plenty of days where i am just going to want to lay on the couch and not engage with the 95 degree heat and 117 percent humidity yeah i mean i that sounds well and good but i know that we're in this extended weekend the the jingoist weekend Mm -hmm. um colonizer weekend uh still doing it 200 and what is it 20 30 no no, no, 200, uh, 228 years later, I believe. No, it's more than that. Anyways, um, I, I'm not here for 243. the 243. 243. Close enough, a rounding error at that point. But, I mean, I know for this extended weekend, I had things that I could do that would actually advance my life. And instead, on, on Friday, I spent the time at my apartment building's pool and just read and then came back and read and was like, Oh, I'll probably have to go to the grocery store. I probably don't have anything. And there was this horror in me because I realized, no, I had everything to make dinner and I did not have to leave my apartment complex. And I felt terrible. Like there was some, like some entity taking, you know, tabulating what I had done with myself for that day. And this was going to reflect poorly upon me. And it sounds like not everybody feels that way. Like doing nothing is okay. Yeah, I, I'm super not here for describing that as a horror. Uh, for for me, discovering that a trip to the grocery store is not actually required would be like that would make my day. Yeah, well, that makes going to the grocery store usually makes my day. So I, so this I like is where it we're too. <laughs> I like it too, but it's nice. It's sometimes it's nice when you have all the shit you already need, yeah. but it it's not for me. I wouldn't want to get into a habit of like not ever leaving my apartment for 
you know, five days in a row. But, you know, we work hard during the week. Like, there's, I don't think there's anything wrong at all with having an occasional day where you just don't go anywhere. Yeah. And, and I mean, Max, I think especially you, you might be the ambassador of this mindset because you, you really look forward to, to going to, to Maine to disconnect, um, and, and be in a place of, you know, nothing is kind of the order of, of the day. You get on a, a, a non paved road to, to get there. You're out in the woods. You're on the water. I mean, some of the, the, the things of the, the modern technologies are, are not available to you on purpose, really. So that's true. I mean, we've talked about the benefits of kind of doing nothing for self care. I, I think there's a difference there, though. <laughs> Max is between... saying self care now. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah I think there's a difference between doing nothing and at home and and going somewhere to disconnect though Mm -hmm. yeah because i mean you described doing things you described being out in the woods being on the water yeah you know if you go like if you go swimming out in the lake like that's not doing nothing yeah yeah i mean that might be part of it is is uh, like the way i'm i'm defining nothing yeah you're talking about a day when you kind of just wake up in your normal house that you live in monday through friday Mm mm-hmm and you have nothing to do, so you choose to kind of just sit around and do whatever's around. Yeah. I, I kind of feel your your horror in the sense that I, I don't like I don't like finishing a day and realizing I didn't leave my house. Mm-hmm. I don't like that feeling. I feel like I wasn't productive, even if I was. Maybe productive isn't the right word, but I definitely don't like that. I think we should, you know, I want to dig into why you kind of felt regret, maybe, for not leaving. So, I think that... Yeah, I think that you've hit on an important point, which is I did this all in my my own home. And I know there's this concept of staycation, but I usually associate that with you just stay in your city and maybe maybe you go to the Italian store in the middle of the day because you haven't been in mm-hmm. a long time, uh, stuff like that. What I'm talking about is really just in my home all day. And it wasn't like I was, uh, you know, painting or, or, or something like that. I really was just doing things that that admittedly I enjoy, which is uh, stuff like, uh, you know, reading, reading a book and, and making coffee and eventually making food. But um, yeah, I think that that's what it is. And it's, it's also if there had been someone else here, that would have been different because mm. I would have been doing it with someone. But that very much like you are by yourself in your home, not doing things that I mean, maybe it would be different. And this sounds silly, but if I posted what I made for dinner on on Instagram because that would add a social component. Like there was some record of this. You know, if I didn't if I didn't share that I did this with you all, there would really be no record of me not doing anything. And then it really would be nothing. And that's kind of uh there's an unsettling nature to to me. So I I I get part I actually do get part of that. Um because I know that when I have a day where I don't leave the house I, I think there's a fine line between like feeling like you had a good day. Like you call it self care if you want, call it just being lazy and like being gross. And I think it's easy to like, tr- you know, to tread over the line into just being kind of gross. Like if you, if you don't take a shower, like if your lazy day of doing nothing at home also includes not taking a shower, that's, that's disgusting. But. I I don't know. I think I think that you know 
I think that there is some value and, and maybe I am coming to this as a person who is very, you know, introverted and, and really values having some time away from people every once in a while. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, even, even on a day where just like you leave the house one time and it's like to go pick up lunch and come back. Yeah. Like, I think that can be a really good day. I guess it's, to me, feeling regret about not doing anything kind of smacks of getting, like, mixing work with your life and feeling like living your day-to-day life is a job. And I hate that feeling. Yeah. But isn't isn't my job as, as a citizen also to support the local economy? And I did a terrible job with that that day. I didn't. Do you I didn't, have to do that every single day, though? You don't have to, but I, I don't know. I like I like spreading it out. Having having a day of not spending any money that that just adds into like there is really no record of me existing that day. So did I really Why exist? Why does there have to be though? Be off the grid. <sighs> yeah, that's a great day. Yeah, I love when oh I go my through God. a whole day without spending money. I just but if spent, I can also get out and do things, that's fantastic. Yeah, I've just spent a weekend in Washington, D.C. I would kill <laughs> someone for a whole weekend now of days to spend no money. Yeah. Um, sounds amazing. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I just, I think it's fine. I'm not, I'm not actually opposed to that, but that's just another measure of the the really you being in a, in a in a vacuum for that day. And, I mean, speaking of vacuums, I enjoyed all the things I did as I was doing them. It's just it went through the filter, through the lens of, you know, was this a day where I where I kind of maximized the, you know, my my value and things well, I did. And your your day at home, your day where you don't leave the house, it, that just not leaving the house doesn't automatically make a day not productive. You know, if if you want to have a productive day, you can you know, you can do all of the apartment cleaning that you were maybe going to have spread out across a couple days. Mm-hmm. You can catch up if you live like I live now and don't have a dishwasher. You can catch up on doing some dishes if you need to. Or just like reading a book is not maybe productive, but like it's useful mm-hmm. and it's good. I, I don't know. I think there are a lot of good things that you can do to make one of these days feel like it's not a bust i i don't i don't like feeling like a day has been wasted i think i have a pretty but i guess i have a pretty high bar to clear before i really feel like a day is wasted yeah Uh, max i think one thing for for you as sean and i are kind of discussing this do you think that this is an especially foreign concept to you given that you know you have you have roommates you have it's it's kind of hard to to have a completely anti well yeah i guess antisocial day um i think that might be part of it yeah um at the same time i mean there's there, there's definitely days when my roommates are not around they're all um you know i live with three guys but they're all pretty busy in the sense that they all go on a lot of weekend trips things mm-hmm. like that um in fact i don't think i've seen no, that's not true, but I was going to say I don't think I've seen any of them in 24 hours, but I saw one of them briefly. So it you can still be antisocial, yeah. um, but I think that is part of it, too, is the social aspect. I mean, I used, you mentioned right at the beginning that if you had done this with another person, you wouldn't have felt the same way. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's just because of the 
of the of the social aspect is that no longer doing nothing i mean yeah i think that i think that mm, i think that socializing is is in and of itself like a very beneficial thing from a human perspective now you could say that doing stuff for yourself um is as as well i mean you mentioned self-care that's certainly a, a very it's big, a buzzword big, <laughs> it's a it's a buzzword i don't know what what it was called before besides like you know besides just you doing you or something like that but it's <laughs> it's what it was called. yeah it's just it's just lazy hippies yeah <laughs> lazy hippies reverse but, you know, yellowing but you know hippies is you know that's a group uh you know a group of people it's not lazy hippie it's, it's hippies so i mean there's there's something within that which is just if you are sharing something with someone that's that's i think a valuable thing and you know for just just to me i think that the sharing aspect is um even though i i think putting yourself first is is really important um i think that sharing stuff with with other people is a is a higher good um and i think that that's that's just how how it works i mean there are only so many social beings out there and we're one of them i think we're the leaders in it and and i feel like that that's a really easy way to do something like i just bought i just bought an inflatable kayak which I'd been thinking about it for a while. It's it's it just came in a two seater. I didn't necessarily want a two seater, but it but it came in that because I think that that's that's a better, um, just it's a better thing. Now maybe the two seater has another person in it, or it has a cooler in it. But but either way, like you know, as we've discussed, I'm either going to be sharing it with someone, or I've supported the economy that day by by putting something in a, in a cooler. By going and drinking alone in a kayak on a river? Yeah. Uh, th- no, I mean, it's a good way to Where make- do you plan on using an inflatable kayak? This is a very good question. Uh, I've I've started to look it up. That's a that's a different <laughs> podcast that I can record on. It that's, was, it I'm, was, it I'm was really, $30. It was I'm $30. I'm very intrigued by this thought process in which you said, let me go ahead and buy this inflatable kayak and then I will figure out where to use it. I, I had an idea. I mean, the place yeah. I've gone before, it'll, it'll work for that. If I went to a, if I went to a pond slash lake, it would definitely work. Rapid situations. Yes, with your abundance of nearby ponds and lakes. Um, I can definitely go on. There are some canals in the Potomac that I can go to. I've looked it up. Sweet, I think, sweet I think he has canal a pool. kayak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they usually have those those inflatables nights in the summer. I mean, I you know, I, I think that I think that you're I think that you're on to something, which is that the the presence of people makes being lazy feel better. Um it's you know, I I went to a a lake house weekend for someone's birthday uh last weekend and it was great we we did nothing of consequence it was just it was just hanging around and drinking beer and a little bit of very passive lake swimming uh and and some some grilling of meats and that was a great time you know we had a a big group of people we're all hanging out together uh but i guess i guess i would challenge I would challenge people to, you know, to think about their time alone in a different way, because I think, you know, I've also kind of started to, to rediscover a love or really for actually for the first time, uh, discover a love for the nap. Oh, uh, and you know, it's, it's hard to argue that the nap is adding anything positive. It's certainly not supporting the local economy. It's not 
productive. Uh, but it's just the best, man. Getting in your bed on a Saturday afternoon, closing your eyes for a second, and then realizing that you've been asleep for two hours is just a its a delightful feeling. Well, I think if you do it correctly, that's a future investment in yourself, assuming that you use the, See, the energy for why, something But different. why does it have to be? Why, why does it have to be, you know, I'm making an energy deposit in the bank of Sean? It, it's just... That's that's the making life work thing. Just take a nap because you feel like taking a nap. Um, well, because everything uh, we are, I mean, we're we're already past the point of being successful. We didn't optimize ourselves at young ages. I mean, it's all about it's all about optimization. That's apparently why uh, the Twitter guys at Jack Dorsey is that his name? Yes, doesn't like just doesn't eat ever. Well. I, look, I talked about this on the last podcast. Efficiency for efficiency's sake is not necessarily a good thing. Yeah, and I mean, I mentioned like if I had put, if I had put, you know, what I made for dinner that day on Instagram, if I if I'd put that I was at the pool. I mean, that is, I think, in some ways, for for worse, um, you know, that that kind of thing, which is I am showing that I am doing something. There is a record. Other people will see it. And it just, I, I don't, I don't know why, but that is something I thought of. And I think it's kind of wrong. I shouldn't need, I don't need the affirmation. That That's the part that I, the part that I don't understand is why it's so important, I guess, to have a record that, like, that you existed today. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because we all, you don't have a record of it now, but. Some someday, many years from now, we're all gonna die, and we will have had a date of birth and a date of death, and that will be the record that we existed for literally every single one of the days in between. Yeah, you know, not every not every day has to matter. I I think that I think that one thing I've I've come to realize is there's a there's a luxury in that type of selfishness, and that that is what it, when you spend time with yourself, that is the luxury of of selfishness. And someone who I, I realize that, and there is a there is a guilt in it, um, and so I mean not not that you know if I go to the grocery store later, not that that's not that that's any better, but you know it, at least if you spend time with other people, even if it's just in passing, um, you know, a conversation here or there. I mean, it is. Uh, you know, you you have you have done something somewhat for for others than you yourself so that that takes away from the selfishness a little bit i think that's that's what it is it's less about having a record but kind of checking yourself and saying did you have a completely selfish day um i mean certainly there there are people very high up there in the world that live extremely selfish lives um and are obsessed with that uh and that's that's they they've made their efficiency so that they can live these very selfish lives and then tell you that it is the way to live your life um and not that like I'm angling for that, but uh, I I don't want to take take those steps. And I think that that that's why I want the record. It's like, yeah, I did talk to you today. Yeah, I did interact with you today. Yeah, I went to the store and very briefly talked to the the cheesemonger and said hello. And and they asked about this or that um, because those are steps away from selfishness. That that's fine, but there there is also there is a difference between living a selfish life and having a selfish day and it's making sure that you don't fall into a pattern of 
only living selfish days. I think selfish days are important. Uh, so, so what, what the point that you're making about, you know, doing something for other people is all well and good. And, and, and that's true both directly, you know, like if I, you know, if I go help you move tomorrow, I have done something directly to help you. But like if I go to the grocery store, I have indirectly, you know, I've helped, you know, the, the cashier at my grocery store have a job for another day. I, I, that's, that's fine. I think you have to connect a fair number of dots to get there. But also, you know, and, and this depends on whether you're, you know, whether you're introverted or extroverted and, and how how you interact with other people. But, like, I think there's also a point where if you don't, if you don't take selfish days, you know, you can, you can reach a point where you actually wind up making, you reach a point where, like, it is not pleasant to be around you anymore. And then you you're kind of you're harming people Mm -hmm. in a way so like i I think that that is i see i see the selfish loner day as maintenance not you know it's like not something to seek after as like this is how i know i've achieved something it's like this is something to to help me kind of relax and recharge so the next time i interact with my cheesemonger you know i can be better yeah no i i think that's i think that's fair and it's it's probably important to be open to that i think i just have decided that i'm i'm not um and even just it would have been totally fine if i'd done a small thing like left my apartment complex to go buy coffee or 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 anything like that i think it's just the little the little small thing and i might if I had done that, I wouldn't have thought about it. I just would have said, oh, I had a really quiet day. Mm-hmm. But the fact that I really was enclosed is, uh, you know, it, it not not opening a door, like an, an outside door. I think that, that that very, the the enclosure aspect really, really made it feel fortress-esque. All right. Yeah, that that's fair. Um, any, any additional thoughts that we want to? get in on the value of a day spent doing nothing yeah i mean i think yeah i I think it's it's good to to figure out like what what you you want to get out of the day but i think it is important to put yourself first um you know ultimately so in that case take those but but also be conscious and and, and everyone's mileage is different i know that i need I need more time away from people than than most. So, like, I, my what works for me is not the same as what works for you or for Max. So, like, I, I I'm aware of that yeah. too. Well, Matt, Max doesn't because he's about to live in the middle of a city, very, <laughs> very specifically. So he he there will he, be no time alone. There will be no time alone. Huzzah. The bathtub is my respite from humanity. Oh, look at him, bathtub man. We're speaking of selfish. Get get wow. a whole bathtub. Man, take a take a um what what is it called? Take a tub. Take a tub. <laughs> I'm sorry. What now? <laughs> well, is it selfish? I mean, how many? 
I gotta find out how many minutes do you need to be in the shower to make a, to use the same amount of water as a as a bath. I I don't know. You would you would be the person who would know that to be quite honest. <laughs> yeah, only one of the three of us should have that information uh, handy. That's I don't have. It. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, we will we will wrap up there. And if you have thoughts on doing nothing. Come find us on Facebook or Twitter at Pretty Okay Pod and let us know. Uh, we will move on then, as we do every week, to Pierce is Sorry. Uh, what are you apologizing for today? So I had a different apology, but as we started the podcast, I quickly wrote down so that I'd recall that it, that I had a, a different one. Max, do you do you see the shirt that I'm wearing? Uh, no. Um. Well, the, Sean, do you want to say the 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 subject of the shirt. It, yes, it is the uh, it is the Virginia Cavaliers men's basketball championship T-shirt. Yes, with the sort of Basquiat esque image of golden scissors cutting a net with a crown atop it. Yeah, and so I think that that's important. So my thought was, I wanted to go watch the game and have a good luck shirt because you know America's history. Um, spotty, all things considered, in winning and losing. We won today, so I wanted to wear a good luck shirt of a win. Yes. Now, Max, there's another important component of this, which you can see. What color is this shirt? It's the color of the Dutch women's yes. national soccer team. Yeah, so so a bright, vibrant orange. So I got to the the place where we were watching the game today, and I was told, "Oh, bad color shirt," and I said, "Yeah, yeah," but I wanted to wear a good luck shirt. It took me until <laughs> the game had started five minutes in what I'm apologizing for today. I'm sorry for forgetting that the Netherlands wears orange. <laughs> it just did not occur to me. Because admittedly, their flag <laughs> has no orange on it. Orange is like the royal color. That's sure. why they have it. Um, royalists. Um, so, yeah. Fight the patriarchy and the monarchy. Um, don't wear orange. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, America's best sports team, maybe ever, uh, for for uh, being negative and, and wearing orange. But I was supporting. It. I wanted to give you luck. I did. I did get to the bar where we were watching the game and kind of wonder: Is he wearing an orange shirt? I d- uh, I did, just did. Did, did, he, did he realize? Didn't occur clearly, to me. I was, the answer is no. I was gonna wear an X hex shirt. I was like, well, that doesn't that doesn't make any sense. But neither does wearing an orange shirt. So I mean, it doesn't make more or less sense than the guy who was sitting at a table behind us wearing an AS Roma jersey. Well, it was a Toti jersey, so you can I think wear that anywhere. But you know, soccer is soccer, so it just interconnects. Sure. Uh, okay, so thank you for that apology, and we will move on to uh, wrap up with a big idea from pop culture. And God, this has been. It's been a big week. I've I've had like over the course of the last seven days or so, I've had three to five different things that I was going to use. Uh, could have talked about the World Cup and and national pride and you know being really proud of what our women's national soccer team is is doing to fight for women's equality, especially considering that they are just way better than the men's team. I uh, could have talked about um, seeing the 30th anniversary screening of Spike Lee's Do the Right Thing uh, last week, which was very cool. Yeah. Um, but 
what I want to talk about is the 4th of July. And uh, it, it can be, you know, for for upstanding progressive folks in the age of President Trump, 4th of July does maybe feel a tiny bit tricky. Uh, but what Emily and I did was get up early and take a shuttle bus up to Monticello for uh, the annual naturalization ceremony that they do there. Yes. And it was one of the most moving things I've ever seen. Uh, I think I was particularly vulnerable because I had been listening to Men in Blazers and, and hearing Roger Bennett kind of talk about his experience becoming a citizen and, and why he wanted to move to the U.S. as a younger person and why he wanted to become a citizen last year. Uh, but it was also particularly moving because the uh, the speaker was Kizer Khan, who was the father of uh, a UVA alum who was uh, killed in Iraq, I believe. Hmm. Um, I think so. And got in a, a notable spat with the, at the time, future president. Um, and he he spoke about the Constitution. And he spoke about America being a nation of ideas. And about how every immigrant who wants to become a citizen you know, it embraces those ideas. And I just, I couldn't, I couldn't stop thinking, how can anyone who sees this possibly not understand that? Um, and it just, it was, it was beautiful. They, they gave an opportunity for the newly minted citizens to, to, share some words at the end of the ceremony and just kind of, you know, talk about anything, talk about what becoming an American meant to them or, or, you know, and just everyone wanted to talk about being part of a family. And, you know, it, it's, it can be hard sometimes to remember that this thing we've been doing for the last nearly 250 years has reached some pretty high heights. Mm -hmm. Uh, so it, it was, it was really nice to have a, it was really nice to have a reminder of what things look like when they're good. Uh, because there have been a lot of times recently where things have felt like they're really not good. And, and so, you know, it was a nice sort of re-energizing thing you know, uh, it, it felt like a, a moment of clarity as a, a reminder of what, you know, uh, what we should be striving for and, and really who we should be looking to as example figures and the people who, you know, the people who put themselves at risk to come here and try to make a better life for themselves and for their families and, study their ass off for a citizenship test and take it and pass and, and become Americans. Like 
those are people that should be role models. Yeah. So uh, if you are in Charlottesville in July and you get the chance to go see the naturalization ceremony at Monticello, you should. And while you're there, you should immerse yourself in the exhibits on the grounds. You should go. They have a new, uh, they have a new uh, exhibit that is focused on the life of Sally Hemings. And it was really, it was eye-opening. Yeah. It was it was a fascinating dichotomy of when, you know, the heights that our democracy can reach and some of the low points. Uh, so, you know, history is, history is good. History is important. And I was very excited to be able to go out there with Emily and, and take in a lot of history yeah. last week. So. Yeah. No, I mean, we, we don't, the, the three of us didn't have to do anything to, to be here and be asked to stay and, you know, just there's there's a, there's a lottery for for people to to come here every, every year, and then you get here and you have to work hard to stay, and you have to study for a test. We didn't have to work hard to be here, so I mean that's laudable and admirable that that people go to this, and then they they want to do it, and they want to do it. I mean, we just talked about selfishness, but they want to do it for people other than themselves, which is yeah. better than I can say for me. Okay, uh, now that we've we've gotten thoughtful uh that i think is the end of the show you can find us on facebook or twitter at pretty okay pod or at our home on the web www.prettyokpod.com you can subscribe to our feed on your podcast app of choice if you do that uh please leave us a rating review comment that sort of thing or if you have a friend that you think might like the show tell them about it so we can share what we're doing with them as well we'll be back again next week to talk about something else until then i'm sean i'm pierce i'm max thanks for listening